Welcome to Let's Do Lunch, a podcast about life, tech, trends, evil Morty, and whatever else comes up. I'm Jared. And I'm John. And you are the listener. The chosen few. The proud. The bold. Those who sift through a few NC-17 ratings to discover this, the finest jewel of discourse. Those who don't really mind those sloppy eating sounds. Who dare to join two average white nerds in a lunch conversation. For the next hour, you're one of us. Like, metaphorically, right? I'm still John? Not now, John. Save the banter for the lunch. Today on Let's Do Lunch. I got stuff to talk about, but most of it's junk. I've got Donald Trump bed bed sheets. <laughs> That's my opinion on that. But my opinion, as we discussed, is always correct, so, you know. Well, so. I, am, I am disgusted. Alright, this whole place is nuts. Well, they do have pecans. There's an axe directly behind your head. <laughs> oh, no. And a drill. <laughs> and a saw. That's a real axe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not one of those, you know, typical paper mache axes well, that you find at the other restaurants. If it gets cold in here, you can grab the axe, break up some furniture, and throw it in the fireplace that they have convenient. This is nuts. I didn't. I. I thought I went into the wrong spot because it was a. Uh, is a gift shop. It's like a retail store when you walk in. Yeah. I and had no idea. like I always wondered where my grandparents got all of that <laughs> junk that I got for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, when I first suggested, oh, we should back up. We are at Cracker Barrel. You know, we had a lot of requests. Why don't you guys do more uh, chain restaurants from our listener? Yeah. Like seven or eight times, I think, yeah. from, from one listener. And then there were 13 other listeners that said you should do more chain restaurants. And one specifically mentioned the Cracker Barrel. And here we are. Yes, I mean, with that kind of demand... You know, you just, you just can't ignore them. When we were planning our location, I, I said to you, I have always been curious why old people seem to love Cracker Barrel so much. Well, it's not entirely old people, although I did see a couple of old people. I'm ready. What's with the four stars? Does that mean like you're really good at what you do? Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. You have to take a test, and if you pass the test, then you get a star. Oh, so you yeah. passed it four times, yeah, four or you just did really well the one time no, that they're like. So are there people who have like like full of stars no, on their chest? Four is the most. So you're like maximum. Maximum. Well, you can get a red apron, and that uh, means like you're no. really really good, and you can train other people. So you're not red apron level quite not, yet. Not yet. This is like the uh, college football teams that have all the stars on their helmets, I think. I, don't, I didn't know there was a thing. I'm not a sports yeah. guy. I don't you know. know. What are the stars for on your helmet? I think it's for like each divisional win or something oh. like that. Okay. But in college, you can only get so many but that's why you keep failing. Right. <laughs> that's, that's how they. That's, that's, that's why they're not so smart. That's a misconception. That's true. All right. All right. You know what you're getting? Nah. You haven't looked at the menu yet. <laughs> okay. We well, have 30 seconds. I'm ready. ordering. Go I'm getting those what sound to be delicious pecan pancakes. Oh, so, do you want just pancakes or do you want the whole breakfast? Oh. The breakfast comes with eggs and meat. Ah, I'm good, just pancakes. Right. I'm alright. I'm just looking for like a, a pancake and egg and bacon thing. Um, scramble. Scramble. Bacon, you said? Yes. I can do that. I'm starting to look like Peter B. Parker. Have you seen it yet? I don't know that reference. Oh man, check out! This I know Johnny B. Good. No, no, relation? no, no. no. They uh, they just released a new movie, Spider Verse. Oh yeah, I'm aware of that. Where you get to meet all of the different Spider-Men from different universes, and get this, one of them is black. So I mean, prepare yourself for that. that. That's, that's that's not new news, they, but they just introduced the black Spider-Man uh, in 2011. Yes. And it was apparently because of, or maybe greatly inspired by, Donald Glover from Community. There really? was a campaign to say, make Donald Glover the new Spider-Man. Well, did you, do you know where that came from? No. His stand-up routine. Yeah. He did a stand-up routine about dressing up, or maybe it wasn't him, maybe it was another comedian, but I just heard a stand-up routine from a comedian from a few years ago about dressing up as Spider-Man for Halloween, yeah, and he wouldn't been. take off his mask because he didn't want to shock people into thinking that Spider-Man is black. It could have been him. That, so, sounds, that sounds like a Don Glover kind of Yeah, it was a good stand-up routine. And I, I was just listening to that thinking, well, that's aged because now he is. Yeah, so there so, was 
there was wide uh, acclaim for, hey, let's make a black Spider-Man. So Marvel said, hey, let's do it. And so they, of course, they had to make multiple timelines, multiple dimensions, because no real Earth would ever appreciate a black Spider-Man. I, I thought the new black Spider-Man was just the next generation. The sort original has grown up, and this is the new one, the younger. Sort of. Kind of like what they did with Batman, kind of thing. Um, Batman and then Darkwing kind of vibe. Sort of. So I think, Darkwing. I don't know whether this, because they're dealing with alternate dimensions with this main storyline. Oh, I didn't know it was a dimensional thing. I thought it was just a progression in time thing. No, okay. there's a there's a nexus where all of the different Spider-Mans all come together in this movie. Right. And then in the, uh, I think when they originally introduced the Black Spider-Man, I think they also introduced that multiple timeline concept with the but one of them is an animated pig, which is voiced by John Mulvaney, who is, I think, probably my favorite comedian in the world. Is that the same pig that was in the Simpsons movie? So, spider pig? So, <laughs> Spider-Ham spider is the name of this Spider-Man. Oh, no. And he was born in the 50s. Like, this was a long time ago. Well, I mean, this, this, this character pig. was yes. actually created in the 50s. Yes, Spider-Pig was inspired by Spider-Ham. The Simpsons joke in the, the movie the Simpsons was not tied up. into Come that, on. was it? Um, I figured it was just an original joke. You know, spider pig, spider pig does whatever a spider pig does. Yeah, that whole it's uh, there's there's some ties. You know, not not every joke is perfectly original, but also not every joke is stolen from something. Okay, else. that's fair. So there's a mid ground there. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were aware of Spider Ham when they were creating the spider pig concept for the Simpsons movie. That's true. But spider Ham is going to be there. They also have a. Uh, and a little tiny anime Asian girl named Penny Parker. Oh, by the way, the, the main name of Spider Pig is Peter Porker. No. That's his, that's his real name. No. Yeah, this is... This is oh, this is so this bad. This is cartoon comedy. That is so bad. Um, there's a black and white Spider-Man named uh, Spider... Like, Spider-Man Noir. And of course he, he lives he lives in the 30s and fights Nazis. Of course he does. Um, so the, the anime is Penny Parker... And uh, she hasn't been bitten by a radioactive And is she anime-looking? Yes. Of course. But she, she hasn't been bitten by a spider, but she has a psychic link with a spider who is in a giant mech suit. Oh my god. So it's... So bad. It's... It, they, they did it, though. I really think they did it. This is a good movie. I would recommend it, not only to you, but also to our listener. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel compelled to watch it. But much in the same way that I'm compelled to watch movies that are notoriously bad. Like, they're, they're so bad that they're good. They, I feel like this is going that route. Well, the Spider-Man reboots have been bad, but I think this one finally... The, the, the recent one with, that was bad. part of the Marvel Universe wasn't so bad. It's bad. You think it was that bad? Yeah. I've never been no, a Spider-Man fan anyway, ever to since, be honest. Ever since dark Tobey Maguire started flipping his hair, that's when it got bad. The, well, yeah, that, that was the third in that series yeah. of movies. Yeah, that was interesting. I, you know, I've never, of all the Marvel characters, Spider-Man has been one of my least favorites uh -huh. forever. Yeah. And that has still not changed. I just don't find anything compelling about that for some reason. I, I, I just give, don't get it. I give him a swing. That was bad. That was bad. Like, I don't, yeah, like, in the, the 90s cartoon, with that, with that really techno, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, radioactive. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't care for the cartoon either I, back then. I enjoyed it. I didn't like if it was between that and Power Rangers. I'd definitely go Power Rangers. But yeah, I probably would too. And I don't love Power Rangers either. <laughs> so, I mean, like the X Men. That was my jam. Yeah. For you know, uh, that was high school jam. cartoons. Though. That's that's why they're releasing this Dark Phoenix movie in a little while. Yeah. X Men is is everything. Well, and there's there's a lot of talk about um, speaking of of these Marvel movies coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our, our best friend and one of our former listeners, um, Stan Lee, has passed. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's a shame to kind of take him off of our listener list. But I know, I know. It's, it's a shame. But I, I think I'm going to leave him up there for a little while, must. just out of, like, reverence for we should, him. We should, Before, you know, unceremoniously just ripping him out. He would want it that way. Yeah, because he, he doesn't want us bogging, bogging ourselves down with unnecessary names. Well, one of the one of the big things on the internet these days that I'm seeing is this hubbub about what will be his last cameo. Uh huh. Because he's you know he has this thing with cameos. Yeah. 
His cameos are kind of hit and miss, though. Like, he wasn't in all the X-Men right. movies as cameos. In Dead Tool, Dead Tool, <laughs> Deadpool 2, yeah. uh, it was just a picture of him. Yeah, I It wasn't an actual live cameo. I saw him in, De in Deadpool 1. He was the DJ, and I totally wanted Ryan Reynolds to say, Is that Stan Lee over there? Just out of character to the audience, because that's the kind of thing that he right, should have Right, that one left it subtle, so... Um, in in Venom, he did a little cameo at the end. This new Venom? Yeah. Okay. That was the last one that he was alive for. Like, not in, but like for the premiere. When that movie came out, that was the last one he was still alive. Here's, here's what no, that was the first one that came out after he died. That's what it was. Here's what bothers me about Venom. All of those teeth and the tongue and the saliva and stuff, that's all just that super suit. That's not actual teeth. There's no digestive system going on there. Well, no, it's it's... The, that teeth is the suit of the parasite yeah. or the venom thing. So it is it is real. It's his teeth. It's the teeth it's, of venom. It's not the teeth of the parasite because where do they go when they're hiding? Do they all like shove up some well, orifice? It, so in the movie, they have sort of like a clay face kind of, of element. You remember Clayface, the yeah. villain from Batman? Yeah. How he can like make like sharper objects out of his hands or dollar sure. hammers. And, Venom does a lot of that in the movie, but, and so I imagine the teeth are like the suit, just kind of forming those shapes and looking right. teeth. So it's a it's a mask. It's not a real. It's not real teeth. It's just trying to scare you. Well, I, I suppose you could see it that way. But yeah, it bothers I mean, me. Real teeth. They become teeth. He uses them like teeth. He bites off heads a lot in the movie. I haven't seen it. I, I can tell that you have not. It's good. You should. Uh, well, no, it's not great. Um, right. Actually, right. It's, no, this is why we need the concierge. It's canon. It's part of the... If you're into the Marvels and you got to see uh -huh. them all, and they set up a good um, sequel, uh -huh. um, now this, I'm going to ruin it because you don't oh, care, no. right? No, I Can I ruin this? Okay, yeah. spoiler alert. You know how all the Marvel movies at the end, they do a, a you know, this is what to expect in the next yeah. one. They do it with that one, and Woody Harrelson is some sort of weird, carrot-top, curly-haired villain. Okay. Um, so Carnage, maybe? I, I, they don't say, but that's kind of what we're thinking. Carnage wasn't old, was he? Well, they don't make him look super old in this either. Yeah, but Woody, Woody Not, Harrelson. Yeah, well, he is getting long in the tooth, but he looks... They made him look young enough. He doesn't look old. He looks, you know, somewhere between Cheers and Hunger Games. He's in the middle there. Yeah, that's a lot of years there. Well, yeah, okay. That's a bit, <laughs> he looks kind of like what he did in that... Okay, well, not not quite, but almost, almost that young. He looks they they went with the younger, not older, Harrelson. So they gave him a toupee and then airbrushed his wrinkles. That hair is definitely fake looking. <laughs> it looks like he got a little orphan Annie production wig and put that on. Nice. It's pretty bad. So I don't know, but I like Woody Harrelson as an actor. He always does his roles well, even though I think yes, yes. Yeah, some of his some of the characters that he is required to play are right problems, but he always acts them well. I don't love everything he's in, but I think everything he does, he does well. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Three Billboards? I did. He was, he was in that one. Very disappointed. Really? Did not enjoy it at all. I think my expectations were too high. I had a really good time. I love how uh, the characters got twisted. You think that they're this way, and then they turn this way, and then they turn again? Yeah, there was a lot of twisting going on, but I'm not a dancer, so I didn't... No, it didn't work for me. I, I was expecting something more amazing, good, uh, impactful. You know, you're just a monster. That's that's all I have to I, say. I think it was because it, it was like the sleeper hit of the summer kind of thing, and yeah. it got a lot of praise, and it was like all the critics were loving it, but it was kind of an underground movie, and so mm -hmm. I had higher expectations. And I think maybe that had soiled it for me. I, I'd anticipated something a little more enjoyable. It didn't have a quirky funness that I was hoping it would have. Okay, so so they needed to up the zaniness a little bit for well, you. Well, just I, I was hoping for something like like with Fargo, it had a lot of dark, but it had a sort of underlying humor throughout that I, I enjoyed, and I felt like that was missing in like the three billboards. I I, uh, I laughed and I cried. It had a couple moments, but it wasn't enough for me. Yes, please. That's four star service yeah. right there. <laughs> I feel sorry for the new guys that get one star, or maybe none. How do you know they don't uh, hire under the assurance that they're going to start with at least three stars? Right? Like, what's the quality control of the star system? Well, I mean, 
Don't diss the star system. I don't know. I don't have any. Uh, don't diss the star system in front of our waitress. I'm looking at other waitresses. Who has four stars? So, also, um, when I came in, there was a big sign out front that says, Take your keys from your car, remove your valuables, lock your doors. And I'm like, Government intervention? Seriously? We don't need that sign. Don't I tell me how it. to live my life. What What if I want to leave my keys on my roof? Is it because the Cracker Barrel is in such a hard neighborhood or because the old senior citizens are such appealing targets for car thieves? Probably a little of column A, yeah. a little column B. Yeah, I, mean, I was surprised how crowded this place is. I couldn't find a good parking spot. Yeah. This place is, like, popping. Yeah. Even the store was busy well, with tchotchkes and trinkets. Well, and they have a lot of rocking chairs lined up in front the, of their windows. The, the one, uh, the main reason that I can say that this place will be so jumping is right across the street is the uh, spring training field. So people will be going to that spring training field and then finding the Cracker Barrel and eating there and then developing kind of a reputation. But, but it is, it is December, so I'm thinking spring training might not be very uh, concurrent with this current uh, conversation. Uh, but by the time we get this one released, it'll be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have it ready that soon. No. Um, no the, what I'm saying is people will come into Arizona right around this time for Christmas and then they'll stay okay. for spring training develop that reputation and then come back. I'm thinking on a, on a <coughs> sorry. I'm thinking on a multiple timeline kind of thing here. Well, I'm surprised that the um, clientele is not a bunch of old people like I anticipated. There's a couple. And there's another. There's a couple, but it's not as as bad as the um, as uh, TV would have you believe. You know, there's that sort of perception that this I is just one of I did not have places. a perception that Cracker Barrel was an old person place. Oh, you didn't? No. No, I always had that that vibe. I I think it's one of those ongoing gags that maybe is not as rooted in truth as, as I was led to believe. Sorry. But sometimes, is, no. sometimes you gotta get out and experience life and see what it's really well, like. But that's why we're here today. Not just hide behind some flat screen. Well, I don't want a curved. Who wants a curved screen anymore? I can't believe you haven't seen Spider-Verse. You should go see it. I, I, I guess I don't want to pitch it up too high, but I, I don't like go seeing see it. cartoons in theaters. It's not my jam. It, it was really well animated. I saw the previews. Yeah. It was it was beautifully animated. Really? Yeah, I think it's going to win. Are you being sarcastic? Oscar. No, I think it's going to win an Oscar for animation. Wow. Well, I heard that the I mean, it's doing very well in the box office from what I heard. But see, I'm never a huge Spider-Man fan, uh -huh. and I'm not a big fan of animation in the theaters. I I can see that at home. I would uh, I would watch some stand-up of John Mulvaney so that you know who this uh, Spider-Ham is going to be. Okay. And then when you finally hear his voice, you're like, that's that guy! See, I, I did not expect it to have those campy elements. I was expecting more of a straight-up, this is the new Spider-Man. Yeah. So I'm a little surprised about all this. No, it's, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Okay. It's good. Um, anything you want to talk about? Have you done things? Well, I, uh... <laughs> Not to scare you, but I did it again at the gym. For the love of... I overdid it again. No, seriously? But it wasn't quite the same thing. All it was right. a slightly different thing. I didn't pass out this time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, seriously, you, you do need to let uh, your significant other know about this. Well, this one was this one was different, and I, I, don't, I think it was unrelated. I mean, it was... So I, I um, but before you get into this, yeah. since this one was a lesser thing, you can use that as leverage to introduce her to, <laughs> to the, the higher to the, to the other one. Well, or I suppose you could I, never tell her about. The I was a little one. more cautious. I don't know what exactly caused it, but there was a combination of things that was just not a good combination. So I, I did. I, I usually still kind of run on an empty stomach in the morning. I just don't yeah, wake up and eat. That's acceptable, but you it's do not that need bad. food. Well, I ate the nerd the night before. You know, I'm not. You, you, no, when and I drink water during the time. Water is not food. When you burn 1,200 calories going on a four-mile run, you need to eat food. I, I don't burn that much. But anyway, so I, I was running. I did the 5K. Um, I, I take the the chondroitin stuff for my knees because I don't okay. want as much. You know, I want to help my joints out a little bit. Yeah, I know we had that. No, my my knees started to bug me. I've I've had about three weeks, maybe two weeks, where my my left knee hasn't been uh, happy. Mm. So I I haven't been running. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm I'm trying to keep that from going. So I had one of those pills. Um, I did have it on an empty stomach, which I normally wouldn't do. But I thought, you know, I'm gonna just take the pill, go to the gym, and I'm gonna go eat right after the gym. Uh -huh. So I figured I can go a couple hours with a pill in my stomach. It won't be that bad. 
Oh, and it's warmed. Oh, that's awesome. Mmm, feels good. That was my bad. I, I grabbed too fast. How's everything looking? Looks great to me. Cool. Do you want an extra syrup or okay? I think we'll be good with the one. Thanks. Thank you. So Cracker Barrel brings you out warm syrup in its own cute little mini yeah, bottle. This has been under a heat lamp for this a good This is fantastic. Oh my gosh. I almost, I, maybe I should have asked for another one. I could have had a second one to take home. Because I'm totally cheap like that. Really? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't do syrup. Noinks. It's, syrup is fine, but it's like an extra step. You know, it's just going to go in my stomach anyway, and my stomach can't tell. Good points. Well, I need the calories, apparently. Apparently. So, back to my um, thing. Back, so, to, back to your near-death experience. Pill in my empty stomach, running a 5K, do my weightlifting afterwards, as one does, and I go to the sauna. I, I more often than not, go to the sauna almost every time I go to the gym. Uh, it's, it's just part of my routine now. And I'm in there for 15 to 20 minutes, but I don't go any longer than that. And I, I do stay hydrated. So, I felt okay. And at the same time, someone recommended to me a new podcast called Sword and Scale. You ever heard of it? No. It's a true crime podcast. Very popular. I hadn't heard of it, but apparently it's gaining popularity. And he said, oh man, this one episode is so messed up, you've got to hear it. So I'm in the sauna listening to this, and it gets pretty dark and pretty gross. And that with the pill in my empty stomach and everything else, as I got out of the sauna, I was kind of taking it slow, and I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling like I'm going to pass out. I did not go in the jacuzzi. Went into the shower, kept the water relatively warm, so it wasn't a shock to my system. But as I was in the shower, I just I started getting nauseous. And, and the sort of the scale episode was about this underground group of people who would kidnap toddlers and snuff them and eat them. And it was a little nauseating to listen to. Uh -huh. And I turned off the cast. I'm like, okay, I've had enough of this. I don't really need this in my life. What a great friend that introduced you to this. I know, right? And, um, but I still was feeling nauseous. I ended up heaving. All that came out was the dissolving pill. There was nothing else in there. And then I couldn't stand anymore. My body had just lost energy. I was just, I, I just slumped down in the shower and I just felt peace. Almost paralyzed, yeah. really. It was the weirdest feeling. I, I don't know how to describe it. I, I didn't feel like I was going to lose consciousness, but I knew I could not control myself anymore. Like I was gone. Yeah. And I could barely talk. And there, the shower next to me was broken. And there was an employee in the shower next to me, like putting up the, the curtain rod or whatever. So after, after a few minutes, I thought I could just ride it out. But it just wasn't getting better. And I was feeling so weak, like energy-wise. I'm like, okay, I, maybe I need some electrolytes or something. So You started to drink the shower water that was pooling by your mouth? Well, <laughs> so, I mean, luckily, I was still wearing my... Uh, my shorts that I wore in the sauna, I wasn't naked in the shower yet. Uh -huh. Thank goodness for that. Because normally what I do is I get in there and take it off as I shower because sure. I rinse it while I'm in the shower, you know? <laughs> anyway, so I kind of, in my half-hearted voice, say, hey, um, you in the shower next to me, you, uh, guy, employee guy, I mean, I could barely get these words out too. I don't know what I sounded like, but my voice was shaky. He says, yeah? I said, I, I need some help. Can you get me like a, a like a Gatorade or maybe just some water or something? I'm I need something. And he went and looked at me and I don't know what I looked like, but he's like, hmm. Yeah, I'll be back. Okay. And then he comes back and, and then some other guy who works there looks at me. I guess it was the general manager I found out later. He's like, you overdid it today, huh? I said, I, I guess I did. I don't know. He says, can you move? And I'm like, not really. I put my hand up. It was all shaky. I could barely talk. And I was like spaced. I was like, I was there, but I wasn't there mentally. I was just weirded out. It was so bizarre. So he says, I'll be right back. And he gave me a little Powerade and some Nilla wafers. And I mean, when, I, when he offered me the Nilla wafers, my hand was like 
like I could barely, and I, I picked up the, the vanilla wafer, and like, it was so weird. I could barely get my mouth, and like pieces would like fall down, and I couldn't control it. And then he gave me the drink, and like as I was drinking, like the drink like pours down the cheeks of your mouth, you know, like when you're drinking, like it was the weirdest sensation. Yeah. Finally, like 20 minutes later, I, I regained myself enough to get up. But he says, you know what, this happened. And the other guy, the employee, was like, does this happen a lot? I could overhear this conversation when I was coming through. He's like, yeah, people overdo it sometimes, this happens, don't freak out. So apparently I'm not the first one to have done not that. The, not the first, but you know. But the good news is, I'm down to 170. Oh, and I'm still building up muscle while I'm doing it. I chopped off two of my legs and I'm down to, you know, 95. <laughs> But really, I mean, I am, I'm getting there. Even though my stomach has been the holdout. No, you're not, you're not getting there. You are there. You, you don't need to push yourself this hard anymore. You don't think? No. I don't know. Chill out. You're dying. Look, but I'm actually kind of maintaining. I'm 170. I've been 170 for almost a month. I'm not losing. What I'm doing is just keeping me, keeping me here. I'm maintaining. Yeah. If I let it go, I'll go balloon right back up again. So that's the thing. Is I, I don't think this is what it takes to maintain. I, I don't think that you're going to balloon right back up again. Well, not overnight. The but. The, um, the the weight that you put on was over the course of twenty years, and you've taken it off over the course of one year. Less if, than. If you put yourself exactly back on your old path, it's going to take you three years to get back to where you were. Really? Yeah. See, I'm splurging right now. Yeah. So, you know. So once every two weeks, you get a good meal in. Yeah. I try I try to eat. On, yeah, I'm still on my Smash Pass. So I'm actually eating a burger every single day. Okay. All right. So you're on African-level nutrition. That's good. Well, I often will get a side salad with the meal. Or I'll get their whole salad for my meal instead of the burger. So I'm trying not to overdo it. I'm not having fries with it every day. That would be insane. Yeah. Oh, speaking of fries, did you hear about this new study about how many fries are um, okay and not going to affect you very negatively health-wise with, with your meal? Um, they're all bad for you. They are, but this doctor... They're like 600 calories. This doctor went and kind of like studied like, like, okay, you really want to have fries fine. Here's the number of how many, here's how many fries you can really get away with in a meal that won't super negatively impact your health. Do you know what the number is? Six. It is. It's exactly six. Did yeah. you know that or are you guessing? No, I guess. Because fries, fries adds like 400 calories to your meal. Yeah, that's there's a lot a, of calories. There's a site, or there's a, a book about 10 years ago called Eat This, Not That. Mm that compares, you know, if you're going to, you know, do this thing, then do it slightly better. That makes sense. And it talks about the fries? No. I mean, maybe. <laughs> okay. But yeah, the number of, of, of fries that is... Are you doing okay? Yeah, uh-huh. Awesome. Well, the number of fries that is okay for your health impact level per within a meal, like a, a fast food meal, is six. Six fries, period, that's uh -huh. it. Now is he talking in and out the tiny fries, or are you talking like steak fries from Red Robin? That's what I'm thinking. Right? Like, if Burger King starts offering pool noodle sized fries, right? six of those, I can make that work. I could, I'd love to see a, a cross promotion for people like, try this book and our new giant fries. Available only exclusively at Burger King. I would not be surprised. Have you heard about this Burger King promotion they're doing right now with McDonald's? No. They're calling it like the McDonald's drive-by or something like that. If you go to McDonald's and then open up your Burger King app on your phone while at a McDonald's, then they will load a coupon to your app for a Whopper that cost you one cent. <laughs> that is so messed up. So you go to McDonald's, check in, and then go to Burger King and get your one cent Whopper. So messed up. And I did it. 
because I had to do it. <laughs> and I did get my one set Whopper and it was awesome. Uh, well, at least the price of oil is going down so it's not costing you in gas to do that. I have electric car now. I'm not using gas anyway. I tell you, the future is coming up roses, man. Hey, this is John. That was just the appetizer. You want a full course meal? Keep listening. Let's Do Lunch is sponsored by Boating Tech. Boating Tech is Arizona's leading smart home provider. You don't need to take out a loan to make your home smart. With packages starting as low as only $250, Boating Tech can start you on the path to simplified smart home living. Boating Tech, smart homes at smart prices. Visit us at bodinellc.com. B-O-D-I-N-E-L-L-C dot com. Anything related to that? No, now that I have had this experience of warmed syrup, uh-huh. I can never go back to cheap layman's room temperature syrup again. That's a glass bottle, too. I know. I hope they recycle that. This is amazing, fancy stuff. When you're done with that, you can put your whiskey in there. And they'll just think it's it's syrup. Yeah. So when I go to a concert, I don't want to sneak in my own alcohol. <laughs> no, I just, just brought... You can read the label, can't you? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I, I like your concert burgers, but I, I got to have some syrup on my concert burgers. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's still warm, though. Feel it. Yeah, see? Don't ask me how it got warm. It was, <laughs> it was hard to smuggle in. Where are you? Okay. I went to a couple concerts recently. Okay. You know, one of the things that I was disappointed about living in Guam is you can't really, they don't have things to do. Yeah. But there's always something happening here. And so since I've moved... Sort of. In the Phoenix metropolitan Phoenix, area. Phoenix is okay, but yeah. if you want something happening, you need to go to, like, New York. Oh. It's not that amazing, but compared to the options you have in Guam, it's like, it's better. It might as well be Manhattan, you know? So, um, two bands that I really like both toured in Mesa in the last week. And the tickets were surprisingly cheap, so I went and saw the Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. With the original, well... If, if I remember right, he's a flat earther, but go on. No, he's not. He's got something like Illuminati or anti anti-society. Billy Corbin? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised about the anti-society. He's a he's a weird dude, but I'm pretty confident he does not a flat earther. But nonetheless, their um the original band consisted of four people and all three of them disappeared at one point. And slowly they're coming back. And now three of the four original members are back. Okay. For the first time in 20 years, which is really cool. So I went to go see them, and that was that was fun. I recorded the whole thing because I'm a total dork, and the guy next to me was screaming along so loudly that he is heard better than Billy in some songs. But oh well. And then I went and saw OK Go. Okay. Do you know OK Go? Yeah. They are so cool, and um, their music videos are a huge part of who they are now. Yeah. Because they just have the best videos. Mm-hmm. And so in this concert, their whole shtick was they would play live with the video going on the screen behind them. Oh, okay. But you weren't hearing the video, you were hearing them play live in front of the video. It okay. was really interesting. And yeah, because it would be really hard to recreate the treadmill thing like for each concert. Somebody's going to fall. Right. <laughs> but they did <laughs> While do, they're playing their instruments. But they did do some live dance routines because um, one of their songs that where they kind of started with it, it just one... One video before the um, before the treadmill video, it's okay. Go in the backyard, and they dance their own little routine in the backyard. They actually did that live on stage. Mm-hmm. They did some other things. You know, it was really engaging, and it was like a history of us kind of thing. Okay. So they did them in chronological order, and they talked about the story behind the videos and how they got to where. They, it was really fun to, to listen to. And then he took questions from the audience, and I got to ask him a question because I was one of the audience members he picked on to, nice. to answer a question. So I also realized we have not taken any questions from the third balcony because there was lights and I didn't see that you're all up there. Okay, Mr. with the two hands up. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like because your videos are so good people don't appreciate your music enough? The question is do we feel like um, because our videos are so good people don't appreciate our, appreciate our music enough? 
And um, the answer is yes and no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, um, the, it's 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 such a long um, and pretentious answer, but I'll try to give it sh in a short way. Like the the, the quickest version is this: like uh, if we ran a restaurant that was really really famous for its amazing desserts, it wouldn't mean that the meals sucked. And we're pretty psyched if people just come in for dessert too, you know? Um, it's, uh, it just, it feels like uh, the distinction between a song and a video in this day and age, even though we obviously know the difference between like writing with instruments and, and filming something, if everything is released on the same platforms, if everybody just makes ones and zeros and everybody releases it via the internet in the same three or four ways, then like, why, why does it matter? You know? But, Having said that, um, if you if you have the like the bunch of bands who have songs you like, it's probably like between ten and a thousand bands. And if you have the bunch of videos that have, I mean, bands that have videos you like, it's probably like one band. <laughs> so it's not it's not super surprising that that's what people notice about us. And um, we like our songs. Yeah. I mean, what about you? Do you feel like people don't appreciate your songs now? <laughs> Which I thought was a phenomenal question. Well, that's why you asked me. I know. Way to go. I'm proud of myself for that question. Some give, questions your, were, give yourself an upvote. Some questions were stupid, like, what'd you do with the pianos after the music video is done? Uh-huh. It's like, that's, that's the most important... You guys in front of you, and you can Google that fact. Who cares? Like, that's... Anyway... But his answer was pretty good. Anyway, I, I've been really digging going to concerts and activities and things that I just yeah. couldn't do before. It's been really fun. And you and I went to go see a couple concerts in the last year. Yeah. Did that we was... see just one together? Or did we see two together? Um, I know... I, I, we, we went to see They Might Be Giants and we went to see... And, and Matchbox 20. Matchbox with, 20. With Counting Crows. Counting Crows opening. So we did see two together. Yeah. Yeah, see? So it's been pretty amazing. Yeah, you're living the high life, man. I'm loving it. We went out to uh, San Francisco. Oh. Did you uh, need to stock up on Rice So we went to San Francisco uh, because we had a hotel voucher. We needed to use, like, a, a high-level hotel at, at, at some point or else we would lose it. Like, we had to stay in an expensive hotel. How you get hotel? this voucher? How's that work? I don't know how my wife does things. She's magic. Oh, one of those internet, she figured it out kind of things? Yeah. That's she, cool. So, like, because we got to Japan on frequent flyer miles, so... That's pretty she good. She knows how to work the system. Yeah. And one of the systems that she worked, she had to do a uh, fancy hotel or else she would lose it. And so we stayed at the uh, Intercontinental in San Francisco. That's expensive. Which was free. Wow. Um, That's impressive. it's some kind of like they used recycled materials in the building of it or something like that. And then we ate at the uh, Luce, which is a which is a Michelin star restaurant. And we planned it. And then later realized SantaCon is going on at the same time. Are you familiar with SantaCon? Well, not intimately, but I'm pretty sure the name says all I need to know about it. So a bunch of people dress up as Santa Claus, oh. and then... I was wrong. I thought it was where they lock up all the Santas and make them con men. Yeah. They're convicts. You were and they're wearing, they're wearing the stripes. They're, they're kind of, they're kind of con convictual. Send them, send them to Alcatraz. A bunch of people dress up as Santa Claus and then go on a pub crawl from bar to bar to bar and oh, drink no. as much as they can. So by uh. 2 a.m., you've got people dressed as Santa Claus in a pile of their own making. That's, see, that's not good Just for that image. Yeah, no, it's, but it's amazing. But it's a funny image, yeah. yeah. So we realized that it would start to get dark around 1 a.m. or midnight, where, like, the alcohol has overtaken the festivities, and they're really just drunk people in Santa suits and not pretending to be Santa anymore. Yeah. So we decided to back out of that last half. Wow. But we did go to a bar where there were, like, 75 people all dressed up as Santa Claus having a good chat. 
Um, a couple of people dressed up as, as reindeer, a couple of people dressed up as, uh, who's the, uh, the dark Santa Claus, Grindelwald or something like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one Grin that, like, in some, or, in, in some or, countries, like, he's, like, the, yeah. the one that comes from Naughty Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grumpus or something. So when you have, like, 50 Santas all around the table, yeah. do they address each other as Santa? So I read um, somebody saying that they were eating, there were three of them, and then it was like breakfast, so 7 a.m. a kid walks in with their parents, like a seven-year-old, and they're like, oh crap, we're gonna ruin this for them. And so he's like, uh, toy Santa, how's the toy division going right now? And the guy looks over and sees the kid, he's like, oh, the toy division is doing really well. How about you, uh, puzzle Santa? How are you doing? So they just attributed them all to different Santas. Different uh, areas of responsibility. Why doesn't anybody ever talk to HR Santa? Um, so, uh, so that was that was a, a good time. We we left right around eight p.m. when they were just getting their buzz on. It's, and, it's a good time to leave. Yeah, we went we went on a uh, we went upstairs to this bar where we saw seventy five Santas having a good time, and then we came down the stairs and at the bottom of the stairs I wish I could have taken a picture but it would have spoiled the moment there was one Santa and one reindeer both girls one of them with a snapped heel sitting on the floor at the bottom of the stairs eating pizza from a box that's also on the floor in a drunken stupor but with this half shame and half I don't care I'm I'm gonna do this and she looks up with that look and I, I wish I could have gotten wow. a picture of that moment. I do too. That it would be quite the visual. It was amazing. It was amazing. Do you think there's a bunch of girls who have like a Santa fetish that go there to like meet men? There were. There's got to be. There were a couple of hookups. There were a couple of men there with uh, with an easy girl fetish mm -hmm. um, that were you know partially dressed up, but no, not to meet men. That's not that's not how you start a relationship. They're not going to get married off of this. No, they're going for the fling. Yeah. But I'll bet you there's a few like like fangirl kind of things going sure. on there. That's that'd be a weird fetish, I think. Nah, I don't know. When you say fetish, this is not in the realm of weird fetish. This is in the realm of fetish. Well, it's not the most severe, but I still think it's kind of weird. But that would be a fetish for somebody. Not like horribly ghastly, just kind of like, really? Yeah. Really? I don't know. That's, that's I don't, my thoughts. I don't mind it. Kids can do what they, what they can do. Wouldn't you be kind of weirded out if I told you I had a fetish for Mrs. Claus? No. You don't think that would be a little peculiar? No. Okay. Well, then I have something to confess. Yeah? No, I don't. Are you talking like scrawny Mrs. Claus or like... You know, oh. traditional Hallmark misses. The big fat one, big round spectacles. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of kind of granny-like. Mm -hmm. Short granny curly hair, but it has to be a Mrs. Claus, not just a regular old grandma. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. yeah. Um, bada bing. Oh, last time did you did you leave in Jesus hypocrisy? Our conversation. Oh, of course. About? Okay. Yeah. So I. I propose that there are probably uh, some moments of hypocrisy for the Big J, and okay. I did I did a little bit of research, not a wow. lot. I spent about thirty minutes looking into this. Things. This could become something that would embroil certain listener. Are you That's, ready? I'm ready. First one. So this one's a little bit weak, but I still it's a good opening statement because everybody knows it. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone, okay. and he doesn't. How is that not hypocrisy? <laughs> that is an interesting take. I have never yeah. heard. Because Where he, he? Yeah, was the one without sin, so should therefore be. Jesus should have He's commanding himself to do it. He doesn't do it. Definition of hypocrisy. That's an interesting one. I, I like that. Um, that. That could make it into a show somewhere or something. That's funny. Uh, in, in Matthew 6, 5, he says you should only pray in the closet. <laughs> so that's a little bit weird. Well, I could explain that one away, but I'll just let that one lie. Sure. In uh, Mark three thirty four, uh, his his mother and family come to come to talk with him, 
for something, and he says, Who is my mother and brethren? And uh, behold, my mother and brethren, and talking to everybody else, not his mother and brethren. What about honor thy mother and father? That sounds like hypocrisy to me. He is not honoring them by saying everyone else is my mother and brethren. It's a bit of a stretch, yeah, but, but I'll let it go. But most most hypocrisies where you're trying to throw out somebody's argument because they're a hypocrite is a stretch, you know? They're clearly, most of the time, this person is not taking two separate points. They're just kind of misphrasing one thing, yeah. and the okay. listener is twisting it. Not, not our listener, right. but the listener of but that But if this hypocrisy. was in modern times, that certainly would be a very likely brought up argument. So I could, I could accept that. Yeah. I just saw a waitress with only one star. One star on her thing. She's got a nail. Gosh. How does she even show her face? That would be so that would be so weird if like our, our Twitter ratios or our Facebook like positives and negatives were like tattooed on us. So everybody knew like how important we were to social media. Have you seen Black Mirror? No. But it, have we talked about this but episode? Social, social media have. shaming is something that goes on in like Asian countries, oh, and yeah. it was also the subject of a community episode. It was. Meow Meow Beans was the product. <laughs> I forgot the name of that. Meow Meow Beans. Meow Meow Beans, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so I I like um, Black Mirror. It's a really interesting yeah, show. Yeah, no, I've heard great things about yeah, it. Yeah, Charlie Booker makes it. Um, he's, a, he's a British comedian, and... Uh, Boy, it's, it's different, though, because it's not funny, even though his other stuff is funny. And um, this, this, this series started on BBC and is now on Netflix. And it's kind of, it's, all, it's usually digital in something, like how digital stuff goes wrong. Sure. And this one episode is called Nosedive, and it's about a not-too-distant future where everyone has a social credit, a ranking. Yeah. And with the implants we have in our eyes, we look at people and we can see their score just right away okay. right and you know you, we rate each other like social media ad-esque but we rate each other directly yeah no based problem. on our social media or on our personal interaction we use our cell phones we, we rate up the stars and flick it uh -huh. over at the person and you know inspired of course by the crackle, cracker barrel aprons yes i think that's where it came from um <laughs> but yeah so so it, it's a really interesting and compelling show and like she tries to get on another flight because her flight got canceled for a very important thing she tries to get another flight and they say oh your, your, your ranking isn't high enough you don't qualify she goes to get a rental car oh at your rental you know there's a there's, a, there's an express lane yeah. she can't use that one because her ranking gets too why low why is she trying to use the express lane if her ranking's too high well no no her ranking is too low yeah. <clears throat> anyway she keeps on having these, these things where it just becomes a nosedive because she was aspiring and really doing pretty well yeah but she was upper middle class trying to break through on a ranking system. Yeah, but she should and know. And she has a nosedive. She should know about shade. When shade comes your way, you got to do something about it. Well, the, you know, it's a very... But, like, how someone who just has the best of intentions and a couple of things go wrong and it just spirals out of control uh -huh. for a system that doesn't make much sense. You know, it's just... It's really interesting. And then... <clears throat> After I saw that episode... That doesn't make much sense to a one-star. Well, to that situation. To a one-star. Oh, don't you talk about four-stars. So, this... Is uh, this even sugar, or am I just putting sensei in my drink? It could be salt, I don't know. It says it's pure sugar. It's in the brown package, so it's supposed to be that sugar on the raw thing. The brown sugar? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then, like, right after I saw that episode, within a month later, Vice News did a very interesting um, thing about China doing social credit scoring yeah. and they're going live in 2020 with it and it's basically the exact thing predicted in that episode of black mirror yeah it is uncanny and it's crazy and i saw i saw that uh, in, a, in the second episode they followed up with that and talked about it some more recently like just this last month at vice news and uh they talked about this guy who couldn't get on the train that he needed to uh -huh. because his social score went too low and he had to try and find ways to bring it up to get back on the train. That's hilarious. Just though. that's exactly like, the kind of thing that was happening in this nosedive show. I, I it's like, oh my gosh. I understand the concept oh. of like on a television show, but could you imagine trying to like walk around town and being like, "Can I buy you flowers?" Why? Yes. That is so. People crazy. walk around and they'll clean up public spaces and hope they get noticed by the count taker. <laughs> um, they will donate blood to get their ranking up. And you can also just go the route of just paying it. You yeah. Just, you just pay to raise your score. Or you could, like, tip more. 
Well, yes. Um, one of the things too is is who you're associated with. If you're a, a four star uh -huh. and you're friends with a one star, it'll bring you down. Yeah. So even being friends on social media with a low ranking person makes your ranking low. Isn't yeah. that insane? Yeah. China's seriously going for it too. Sure. So I mean, maybe it'll survive. Look, we had we had prohibition for a little while where we said let's not drink alcohol for anybody. And then people revolted and said this needs to stop. So I'm okay with social experiments, trying something for a little yeah, while. In China, sure. Not here, please. Yeah. We're, we're halfway there already with social media, but this is becoming... I mean, you'll lose jobs, you can't use certain transportation modes, your bus fare costs more. There are restaurants that will only serve a certain ranking or higher. Yeah. That's, that's basically against our, like, discrimination laws, in a way. In a way. You, you don't seem to have a problem with it. I'm surprised. No. This, like, you're the guy who's, who's always, like, you're, you're afraid to have an Echo Dot in your house because yeah, of Big so Brother. I, so that I don't get a, a one-star rating from all the weird stuff that I see. But you're okay with the rating as long as no one knows what you're doing in your house to earn or not earn ratings. Because I'm going to be hi hiding my true self, and I've been practicing this for decades now. Okay. So you're really a very conservative guy, and you're just masking it. Yeah. Behind all this little No, age. I can't tell you how... I've, I've oh, got, that explains a lot. I've got Donald Trump bed, bed sheets. <laughs> I wonder if there are Donald Trump bed sheets. Oh, of course there are. Oh, that's hilarious. No, I, was, I was gifted a uh, Donald Trump Twitter toilet roll. I've heard of a that. A couple of years back. Yeah, you can wipe your bottom with his tweets. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've heard of that one. That's a, like a, a nice one. Yeah. The bed sheets. So anyway, let's move on to something there's a, there's that's a print, not gonna... There's a printed urine stain on it. <laughs> let's move on to something that's not going to make me twitch with rage. Okay. I got stuff to talk about, but most of it's junk. Well, that's a good sell, Lloyd. <laughs> I mean, the way you hype our that's, things up. That's how, that's how we're going to open the podcast. <laughs> and on that note... Let's Do Lunch is brought to you in part by a credit card balance that we're never going to pay off. Yeah. Let's, let's go back to Christmas presents. Let's Christmas presents. I have one sitting here waiting for yeah. you. I also, I, did you, were you watching me? Because no. I, when I parked, I was tucking it into the back of my shirt so that you oh, wouldn't really? see. And then when I walk up, I, you're, you were smashing your face against the uh, window glass. I was. So I was worried that you had seen me no. and seen what I got. Mm -mm. I came in empty-handed because I'm a trickster like that. Um, all right. So was, I didn't see any of this. So I've got your Christmas present. You've got my Christmas present. So wow. let's have I was not expecting this. A merry That's little fun. Christmas. Well, you said you were going to get me something. So I figured I had to get something. Oh, nice. The Simpsons comics. Volume 1. Um, so it's like a collection of... Compendium. Oh, yeah. wow. This is incredible. I figured that would be appropriate because we are both into The Simpsons. I flipped through and made sure that a couple of pages, you know, made sense and were of the uh, the right spirit of The Simpsons and not just some trash that Mac Bruning threw together right. because somebody drove over the dump truck full of cash. Well, you know, to, to be fair to Mac Bruning's... Um, did you call him groaning a second ago? Yes, I did. Oh, jeez. Just, I'm just, I was watching your eyes. <laughs> to, to be fair to Matt Groening's legacy, uh -huh. he started as a comic guy well before The Simpsons. Yeah. No, so this is a return to form for him. Mm -hmm. This is really cool. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was hard to find, too. Was I, now, this is not Simpsons-themed, and it is at the same time. Whoa. This, How is that even possible? This That's like I, a duality of nature. I gotta tell you, it took a lot more effort than you would think, but I was happy to do it. This Whoa. thing is incredible. So this appears to be a Nintendo box? It's a box. Functional power and reset button. So is this like a Raspberry Pi sort of thing? It is exactly a Raspberry Pi sort Raspberry of thing. Raspberry Pi retcon. It is. As a Simpsons game. I don't know. It is. And it, the power cord. That's, that's for the Raspberry Pi. Inside there is a scale replica of the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Nice. With a Raspberry Pi as the functioning core. And it's got USB ports, it's got HDMI, it's got Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. 
And on there is preloaded, that's a controller, that's uh -huh. a, a PS3 controller. Okay. And I already paired it for you. So it'll that's work awesome. wirelessly. So you don't have to be tethered. Now you, you'd mentioned that you already have the, um, the, the, the Nintendo Classic. Yeah. And there was what, 30 games on that? Yes. There are about 2,000 games yeah. on that. That's awesome. Including all of the Simpsons games. And there's a screwdriver involved. I, I had to open it because I had to load the operating system. I had to get the ROMs, put them in. This, um, is this battery operated? No. What's under there is oh, a storage, storage compartment. for. So right here is the microSD card. Okay. And that SD card is preloaded with what's called RetroPie. Yeah. It has NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, Nintendo 64, um, all of them. Isn't nice. that cool? Uh, it has everything. It has about 2,000 games on there um, for you to pick from, spanning all of the consoles. That's pretty amazing. So you don't have to buy the NES Classic and then the SNES Classic. Now Sega has one out. Now PlayStation 1. There's yeah. a PlayStation 1 Classic out now. Everyone's doing it. By the way, there's PlayStation games on that one too. You've got all of those in one case and it's multi-purpose. You swap out that SD card, you can put in a Linux operating system. You can do anything a, retro, a Raspberry Pi can do. And as your Thanks. wife will, I'm sure, show you, it can do anything. <laughs> yeah, she is going to be the main uh, operator. Your, your wife is on going to be the thing. one to play with it. So I got you a PS3 controller. It got a little dusty because I had it ready for a month. And I never got around to giving it to you for like a month and a half. Uh -huh. So I apologize for the dust. Yeah, this um, is pretty sweet. But I didn't, I didn't get a PS4 controller. I got you a PS3 controller because it actually is more compatible. Yeah. Um, but I already paired it. It's a Bluetooth pairing. Although the cable can be used, you could hardwire it if the batteries are low. Um, but you can also just go Bluetooth. And your wife can help you pair additional controllers if you want additional controllers. Nice. I, I tell you, man, that thing, hours of fun. And it's got kitty good things no, on there. That's you not can hours of fun. That's years. 2,000 games is years of fun. Years. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Thanks a lot, I didn't man. get you anything last hey, year. Happy so. holidays. You know? That's yeah. kind of weak, huh? Are you looking, are you looking <laughs> to see if I'm going to be upset about being told happy holidays in place of a Christmas? No. Oh, okay. No, you, I'm, I'm sure you're, uh, you're used to that sort of thing. I, I don't really... Yeah, um, Happy Holidays was a perfectly acceptable thing is. to say nothing, 10, is, 15 years so, ago. So there is no war on Christmas, right? Um, People are talking about how uh, Baby It's Cold Outside isn't uh, okay anymore. Okay, and that I think is stupid, and that is a thing. But it's, I don't call that a war on Christmas. Right, and that's the thing, is people will link the two and say, oh, there's a giant conspiracy that's trying to take away Christmas. Christmas won. There is no <laughs> Christmas there is the holiday no war. Yeah. Hanukkah gave up years ago. Kwanzaa I, never even got out of the gate. No, sep September 28th, I was at a store, and they had Christmas stuff up. In September? Yeah. Oh, that's really bad. It wasn't even, like, halfway. It wasn't even October yet. It wasn't even Halloween. They're like, let's put up our Christmas stuff. Wow. Um, yeah, Christmas won the holiday battles. Christmas won. There's no war. Well, did you hear about what PETA did this last couple weeks? Yeah. They're trying to get us to shut down phrases that involve animals. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, so you're with me on that one being yeah. ridiculous? Yeah. They got upset because we used the term bullseye for a bullseye. Which, by the way, is not spelled bull, apostrophe, s, separate word, i. It's one word, bullseye. It's been modified over time. It started with bulls, apostrophe. Okay, maybe. Maybe it did. Yeah. It doesn't now. And nonetheless, really? No, what about feeding two birds with one scone? Uh, I think it's... Hitting two birds with one, killing two birds with one. It scone? used to be killing two birds with one stone. Now it's feeding. With now it's let's feed two birds with one scope. Oh gosh! No, people are so dumb. Peta, Peta does go a little far. I but like that they, you're with me have, on this one. They do have other points. Did you, did you ever watch Milo and Otis? Uh, why does that sound familiar? That was the uh, that was Dudley Moore doing the voice of a small puppy and a small cat, and one of the cats goes over a waterfall, and it's their adventures. Through. Okay. And by I'm the way, familiar. Was, by the way, that was seven cats, six of which died in the filming of this movie. Is that true? Yeah. Really, really. Maybe not precisely seven, but it was numerous cats that died in the filming of the movie. Until Peter stepped in and said, "Hey, let's stop killing animals to make a movie." So are you saying they had a point, or they're still crazy? I think I think Peter <laughs> started well, but they're kind of taking it too far now. In some cases. 
I think in almost every case, they've taken too far. Because they've kind of won the major basic battle that they were set out to accomplish, and now they've just gone too far. That's my opinion on that. But my opinion, as we discussed, is always correct, so, you know. Uh, who's discussed? We. I, I yeah, win. Well, well so. I, am, I am disgusted. <laughs> oh, nice turn of play there. That was pretty good. Um, so, do you have any uh, Simpsons questions for me? Because I have a Simpsons question for you that I found out when I was researching. Um, all right. In Lisa's wedding, okay. Marge says that in England, botulism is called what? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't listen to Marge. That's the thing. <laughs> Such a sexist. In England, botulism is steak and kidney pie. Because <laughs> you're talking about how, like, boot and bonnet and, you know, like, yeah, yeah. lift. And, and then she mentions that botulism is called steak and kidney pie. I thought that was pretty funny. That's a good one. Yeah. It's one of those throwaway jokes that, unless you go back and look, like, that was a really good joke. How did we not know that? And how many times have we seen Lisa's Wedding? Uh, I mean, it's a classic. I actually watched it on the date that they were predicting it to be. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where's those cool airplanes with the with the extra wings on top yeah. and the flap? Glad they reevaluated those old designs. Right. Okay, so here's my question for you, and I highly doubt that you are going to get this one. Okay. Because I appreciate the challenge. In, in my Google searching, I found an answer that was the incorrect answer. So this isn't even something that's straight from an episode? No. Oh, so here we go. Okay, that's really it, But it's so simple, though. It's not even a complicated thing. How much does Bart weigh? That might be it. Well, he's, he's got a bit of a pot belly. Uh-huh. He is 10 now. I'm going to go with 98 pounds. 98 pounds is incorrect. Yeah. The incorrect thing that I found on the internet said 85 pounds, and they sourced the episode of uh, Bart taking the career job. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't say it anywhere in that episode that he was 85 pounds. Huh. So, incorrect Wikipedia link, jerk. So, what is your answer? Open up your book. Oh, it's in the book. Sure is. Now, do the comics count as canon? Absolutely. They do. When you're talking about a character's weight... I mean, the Radioactive Man comics, those don't count as canon. I think we're all clear on that, right? Bam, Professor Frank uses a complicated gizmo machine to calculate Bart's weight at 65 pounds, and then puts him on a scale where he weighs 65 pounds. I don't think it gets much more canon than that. Wow. I'm trying to look for a loophole. <laughs> I'm not seeing it. He weighs 65 pounds. Yeah. Now, is there any way you could have expected me to have actually known no, that? That's why I assumed, <laughs> unless you already had that comic book and had already read that. Which I clearly didn't. Well, I mean, you, you I mean, played I, a good game. I've had it for an hour, so I really should have just stopped talking to you and just started reading yeah. this instead for the yeah. last hour. What's wrong with you? Come I don't on, know what's wrong with a, me. Gifted an amazing Simpsons. That is... Um, Kind of cheating of you. But it feels but like we've learned something here. At least mine was straight up from an episode. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I think not only have we learned something, I think the listener has learned something as well. I am surprised because the fact that he's got a bit of a pot belly has been mentioned in the show, which would make me think he's got a little extra weight for a 10-year-old. Yeah. And 65, that's not that much for a 10-year-old. That's no. kind of light. No, maybe it's like a, a, like a helium balloon or something. Interesting. How many points does he have on his head? I actually looked that up. As that was, it, there are nine points nine. on his head. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's that's a very, like, for the artists, they have to know because they have to have the right number of spikes on the head. Like, it's a, that's a thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's part of their, uh, what do they call it? Their spec or whatever. Yeah. The mold. I don't know how many Lisa has, though. We didn't research that. I'd go with seven. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You know the old septart, the old seven-pointed star from Game of Thrones. Is that what it's called? I thought that was Stark, the family Stark. No. That's the uh, uh, the Game of Thrones religion is the seven. It's the crone, the maiden, 
the warrior, the stranger. I'm surprised you got that far. And three more. <laughs> and the rest. Here I go again. Well, we need to get going. I yeah. have work, you have work. Let us go. The average elsewhere. That was a nice William Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> William Shatner anymore. Let us go. Be at a rich elsewhere. Wow. Are you as full as I am? Thanks for having lunch with us today. You can subscribe to the Let's Do Lunch podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play Music. We already made reservations at the next restaurant. Join us or we lose the good table. Let's Do Lunch is sponsored by Boating Tech. Boating Tech is Arizona's leading smart home provider. You don't need to take out a loan to make your home smart. With packages starting as low as only $250, Boating Tech can start you on the path to simplified smart home living. Boating Tech, smart homes at smart prices. Visit us at bodinellc.com. B-O-D-I-N-E-L-L-C.com.